0: Wobbly Arrow Podcast, featuring your favorite hosts, Justin Horn and Jimmy Neese. I
1: think I got a tick in my butt. Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast.
2: Gay! <laughs> Speaking of gay, oh, there's uh. gay right there, Levi Morgan. You know, basically knocked all the tail feathers off them chickens by
1: you know, using them. I'm done that to so me damn animals. Damn, this
2: shit smells good. <laughs> you, you look good, you feel good, you hug them. So, here we are again, the new segment Poacher of the Week.
0: That's how you know you
2: Yeah, that's how you know you fucked up. You bought an Android phone, you dumbass. Podcast. <laughs> Well, exact, well, I, I was going to say, if we're going to do it, I want to be original.
1: Uh, yes. Well, you got to do both. Nah. You have to. to we get, don't uh, have you, to be you, followers. You, huh? You're you're absolutely correct. We don't have to be. But I think we could pull some shit from like uh, Greg Poole and stuff. But I, what I would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> okay. So we're not spoofing other TikTokers. We're taking right. stuff from the world of archery. Right. Outdoor hunting. But the
1: song that I showed you. Where it got popular, just you're just riding around and drinking juice, right? Yeah, like I would like a video of me sitting in the front bucket up high, with a can of juice, and me and you driving down the back road, and you're <laughs> uh, and you're on your you know Kubota, yeah, and I'm just sitting there. Now nah, here we go, and we're just you know we're going to the food <laughs> plot or whatever. <laughs> oh, that would be funny, right? Yeah, so right. so stuff like that. Like I'm not yeah. talking. Or it's not it's not that or, bad to
2: use other people's stuff. People put voiceovers on there just so people can use them. Even better, have you in the bucket of the Kubota drinking your juice, and then I dump you into the pond. <laughs>
1: right, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be perfect. Just do that, and then into the pond. Yes. Well, let me get an iPhone first because it's good to thirty feet right. for thirty minutes. <laughs> Wait a minute. What what did you just say? <laughs> I'm getting an iPhone, Dick. <laughs>
2: My brain just exploded all over the place. Uh, We've been talking about it
1: for a while. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, welcome to the Wobbly Arrow podcast. How you fuckers doing? We're getting ready to up our game. Yep. Justin's going to get an iPhone. Yep. You heard it here first. Here it is. He's getting rid of the
1: Android shit. Justin has finally got into the mode of, I'm actually going to
2: contribute to the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which I haven't done. When are chicken done?
2: <laughs> so I started recording a while ago. We were talking about TikTok. Justin's wanting to do Wobblero TikTok. I would
1: love to have a Wobblero TikTok.
2: Well, we can do it. Yeah.
1: Black cocks. Like that would be a great one. <laughs> <laughs> but all we'd have to have is a video, you know what I mean? Of the whole thing. Or we can just put audio and you we can do the do audio it. and then make the video. And make a video to it, yeah. Of something. I don't like black dicks. <laughs> but, <laughs> Riding the blown Pony. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of audio that we have. I
2: really wish Jim, I wish they would have had the Nationals oh, this year and Jim and Clint could have come by. It would have been great. So yeah. we,
1: we can literally take any clear audio that we have, just blow it up a little bit in a 10 second skit and we can put it on TikTok to use.
2: I say, if we do Greg Poole, we do one of him stuttering. I would do. I would absolutely do the one.
1: Speaking of gay, here's <laughs> Levi Morgan, and then we just put a picture of him on there because they, you know, they do TikTok dances all the time. Levi and his wife. They do. Oh yeah, they're on TikTok. Absolutely.
2: Man, it's nice and cozy under this rock. I, I know, under- right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, the the Corona had a lot to do with it. Maybe I just missed the boat on TikTok. Uh, Well, I did too. Like, I just started. Mm -hmm. It ain't you. I I didn't get on it forever. I hated it fucking thing, but it's not that bad if you kind of stay
2: in your lane. I still barely Instagram. (laughs) Well, I don't, I don't Instagram at all. You Instagram more than I do. Well, I look at Instagram. I don't post anything. I don't even look. You don't? No. I look on Facebook more than I do Instagram.
1: Yeah, I like TikTok because it's like you can tell it's
2: TikTok you, you, is good for people with your attention span. Yes, the turkey exactly. tweaker, the turkey tweaker that still. can't
1: sit still. It's perfect,
2: and yeah. your yeah, your ass is moving mm-hmm. constantly. That yeah, I could see where that would appeal. Exactly, because your attention span is.
1: But that's most people's attention span.
2: But that's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You are the type <laughs> where... Okay, open it up.
1: Bam, bam, bam. I'm
2: on to the next <laughs> I'm one. I'm out.
1: Yeah. 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 Now, Instagram is a photo. So, that I mean, I, I get on there. No, there's videos. Yeah, but not they're
2: not long or anything like that. It's, it's no different than I've been than watching some Eddie Van Halen tributes on Instagram.
1: Oh, have you really? Yeah. yeah I like... Um, I like, Which, by I the really way, like podcasts. Like it's it's a, it's a weird thing cuz as, as far as social media, I like to be quick about it, get off of it. I'm good. Like but podcasts, I like a long form something that's funny or something, you know, yeah, unlike what oh, we yeah. do.
2: <laughs> so unlike what we do. <laughs> Speaking of tributes, we lost Eddie Van Halen this week. We did. That motherfucker. That's depressing. It is depressing. Eddie had uh throat cancer.
1: Really? guess he had tongue cancer. Should we start the podcast over with Eddie Van Halen?
2: No, we won't start it over. Let's just go, but go ahead and pull up something. Something good. Just
1: You keep talking.
2: So anyway. Memoriam. um, Yeah, I was kind of sad. So Eddie wasn't my favorite growing up. Slash was my favorite guitarist playing guitar. Slash is the reason I wanted to start playing guitar. But Eddie was also badass, super cool. Loved listening to the Van Halen music. In fact, there's my sniff for you, Justin. You remember the Columbia house? You could get 10 CDs for a penny. Yeah. So I got in my first 10, I got the Van Halen 1984 album and played the hell out of that album. Did you really? It was a great album.
1: I understand exactly what Jimmy's getting ready to say. I'm just going to play this in the background. Go ahead. As he's talking. Go. Keep talking.
2: Running with the devil. Yeah. Nice. That's a good song. It is. No, but so Eddie you got that. What yeah. was cool about Eddie was he took a guitar and totally Frankensteined it together. His famous guitar that was red and had all the stripes all over. Yeah. He built that himself. <clears throat> he basically routed out the body and put a humbucking pickup in it. Did he really? Yeah.
1: So it's like he like Dremel to before that before there was Dremels?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. And he was experimenting. That's awesome. He was wiring up different shit. All right. And he came up with this sound that was. So unique. Yeah. And he was such a good player. And you remember um, David Lee Roth on Joe Rogan yeah. said that Eddie used to cut these long-ass solos, and Dave would supposedly, if he's telling the truth, which I mean, don't know why he wouldn't, he would pick out parts of the solos that he liked the best, and then Eddie would have to learn how to play him Just that one little part? To mash it together. Could you imagine it. you were so
1: good that you could put out, like, a... 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh. We're just listening to it. So you're, you're picturing this right here. And Eddie Van Halen put out 15 minutes of stuff like this, solos and licks. And then somebody said, all right, this three-second part, you have to learn that perfectly.
2: Well, we need you to mash this 10 second part with this 30 second part with this two second part and here's seven seconds we like yeah and they would like cut them in the audio and they wouldn't be smooth and then eddie would take that and make it his own like bridge those Uh, pieces together he was on like
1: it was like his own fucking he was his own soundtrack the whole time
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched a video today at lunch. Um, it came up on my YouTube, and when I watched it, it was a, the guy who designed the last TV 5150 version 3 amplifier, and he changed some, some the way the routing worked or the resonance worked in this head, and it was three minutes of Betty just jamming on a guitar, and he was playing his music, yeah. but it was just him on the guitar jamming. It was friggin' awesome.
1: Really, that sounds great. And see, the th- I, like, I don't even understand this. Like, okay, so we're gonna play Panama, and I'm gonna play it again. So when you guys listen to this, and you listen really close, now I can do stops, and I can I can strum. That's not that hard. When you start in getting making noises with your hand, where's that? Right when he starts singing. Yeah. Like that, yeah. yeah. I showed you how to do that. Yeah, you can try. It's not that fucking easy.
2: Once you get the feel for it? Yeah. Hear the palm muting? Yeah, yeah. He's like s- cutting that off with such the palm. A,
1: there's such a touch to get it to go from that smoothly, from just straight down to a, a slight palm
2: mute. Yeah. Is, I, I don't... Yeah. 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 So here's a question, since we're on the Van Halen kick right now. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Or did you like both equally? <sighs> I'm pretty much equal. Are you? Yeah. I like Hagar better. I don't,
1: I'm not a big, like, I like a lot of, I like too much music at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've well, always been that way. My
2: preference was my needle slid to the Hagar side. Mm-hmm. I like his voice. I like their music, but I'm a big fan of late eighties, nineties.
0: That's
2: that's true. So yeah. we're kind of in my wheelhouse. And Yeah, right. Not that... Yeah, there's a good one right now. And Oh, what's the one with the drill? Was it pound cake? Oh, here we go. We'll just go straight to this. Offer teacher. This always sounded like reminded me of the big cammed up car. Right. I think that's go. what it's supposed to be.
1: A little bit off. Just slightly off. It's like the truck out there. There's so much that has to go into that little short fucking
2: piece of music. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of layers. That's lots of layers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's cool is, so, Eddie and Alex, Alex ended up playing the drums, but Eddie wanted to be the drummer. They both played piano because yeah. their mom and dad were like concert pianists, I guess. So they both played piano and when they started to get different instruments, They both wanted to be the drummer.
1: Didn't they really? Yeah,
2: so Alex won that argument about (laughs) Eddie's like, basically, you can I'll play your stupid guitar, you can play the drums. (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, super talented musical family though, even. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. They got honest from their parents. Just like Tiger Woods.
1: Uh, what what did Rob Williams say Uh, son of a uh,
2: black man and a Thai woman (laughs) Um, play pound is it pound cake the one where he starts it off with a drill pound
1: cake I think it's pound cake maybe is that what it's called I can't find it I'll find it Just showing you guys
2: what what greatness we love. This is
0: what's on there. Miss
1: Van Halen.
2: No, pound okay.
1: 1991. 1991. You never saw the video for it? Apparently. I'm trying to find it. Sorry. I'll have Apple tune for a So that's not it at all. Hold oh, on. I'm going to hit pause. Up because I'm, not, I'm not playing that. <laughs> that's not it. It's called Pound Cake. Um Unchained, best of both worlds. No.
2: Go to uh that's another good song. They're they're all good songs. Go to YouTube, type in Van Halen Pound Cake. It came right up on my iPhone. Oh, well I'm not on YouTube.
1: Jimmy's jamming out anyway. God I, I wish know, I know I know you guys are like sitting here going, what the fuck? But here's the problem. You can't hear what we're hearing right now in the headphones, and we are fucking jamming out.
2: Pound cake. Watch, I'm going to be calling for this. It's going to take you five minutes to find it, and then it's going to suck. What are little
3: girls made of? What are little girls made of? With sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of. (coughs) (laughs) Yeah! <laughs>
2: That was another good one that's a good one yeah so oh. i just sent on facebook messenger to the sean tyler justin Bo doug thing i sent a national anthem you need to play this for the people on the podcast it's a couple minutes long this is a little girl that's doing singing a national anthem at a major league soccer game okay did, has it downloaded seven it's sending now she's about i don't know between seven and nine years old and this is quite possibly the best national anthem performance I've ever heard in my life.
1: Really? From okay. a little right. kid. So it's on the uh, Doug Jimmy Bojo, Sh- Bo Sean <laughs> Bogo? Tyler. Yeah, Bo Bo. Yeah. It's we'll on listen to house. this first. <laughs>
2: All right, good enough. Um, so I'm not getting shit right now. It's still sending. Okay. I wish I had the little connector because I just plugged my phone <sighs> into the board. What's it called? I'm sending it to you right now. It's not on YouTube. I don't know. Type in Malia M-A-L-E-A Emma. Um Star Spangled Banner. National anthem. This Malia girl Emma is amazing. <laughs> When you get any medium or large drink from Taco Bell, you will find yourself with so much power. Seven-year-old uh, Malaya Emma won a contest to perform the U.S. national Why anthem the at Hallmark? the Galaxy yeah, game, the and man, stupid. she nailed it. I'm trying to send you just to performance. And now here to perform the American there National Anthem. We go. Please welcome
1: that. our Galaxy Social Night
3: Contest winner. Everybody take The your hats tiny off. but mighty seven-year-old singer from Los, Los Angeles, Angeles. This is
1: amazing.
2: Malaya Emma Guijaya. Don't talk over.
3: Oh, say can you see by the dawn's light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's I'll last gleaming really whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight It me chills.
1: That makes me? Is that that's not amazing? That's emotional
2: is what that is. I have to say we should all day. That's awesome. Do you hear that growl? Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Seven years old. Looks like a five-year-old Chinese little girl. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She's got some oh, pipes. Yeah. Fuck yes, yeah, she does. That's crazy. She has got some pipes. Malia Emma. Her last name is like a mile long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it pops right up, too. (laughs) You picked it up. (laughs) Oh, wait, she's got more. She's got (laughs) more. (laughs) Oh, what happened?
2: (laughs) Leave it to the guy with the Android phone. That audio sucks.
1: Yeah. So apparently she's done it a few times.
2: Oh, I imagine so. I think she's...
1: Dodger Stadium.
2: Three-year-old national
1: anthem singer. Yeah, there's a. Oh, Wait. now to honor
2: America, the sons asked that you please rise and please remove your hat as, as We kids. present the singing of our national Is this anthem a kid? performed yeah, for a you this kid. evening by Athena Grace. Let's we'll see if she's as good. I wonder if she's in. related to John Curry. We're in slow motion. I feel like we are too. That's a
3: little
1: slow. Oh, do you understand that she's here to perform our national anthem? She's tiny but mighty. Eight year old singer and actress from Los Angeles, Malaya Emma. That's a NASCAR. Oh, when was that?
3: Oh, seven months ago. Can you see
1: She's older now She looks a little bit older Yeah She still hits it pretty good though I feel like we should have done this off the podcast
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey now Hey now Forgive us
1: If you listen this long You ain't shut it you ain't shut it up now It's gonna get better She's still into it, though. And like, she's really fucking watched, into the national thing. anthem. That's yeah. her thing. Yeah, her, yeah, it's definitely her thing. <sighs> she found her niche. Right. Jack Black. And the- oh. He, apparently, he does the national anthem. Yeah, well, I don't want to listen to that think you, But You don't like Jack Black?
2: He sucks. His band sucks. I,
0: I like Jack Black.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad.
1: That's not. That's not good. Out of y'all. I do like Jack Black. You Black. son of a bitch. <laughs> let's
2: do. Let's do the TikTok over that. You know I like
1: Dan Black. <laughs> uh, oh, we can do TikToks if you want. No, uh, not Are no. you sure? Let's, yeah, let's we have a can. conversation. Oh, okay, we can. We can have a conversation.
2: So I'm gonna talk about something real that sucks. All right. In our parents.
1: Oh, maybe we should cut that last 15 minutes out. <laughs> oh, hell no. Hell no. They're. Mm. If they made it through that. Time out one second. I will say hit pause. We can't pause. Okay. Then you sit here and talk by yourself for five minutes.
2: Where are you going? Huh? Where are you going? I got to pee. Already? Judas. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. Because. Getting- no, 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 no. Because I'm getting ready to, what to we, get into. What are we getting into? I'm getting ready to get into something. So go pee. Huh? No, you, You, you go. get. I
1: can't just sit, you're not going to get into it by yourself and call you me a go. piece of shit. I was actually very nice about you today.
2: You were? I was. Oh yeah, I'm the thing. I know. And Iran
1: knows that, and they've been put on notice, if you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we
0: are going to do things to you that have never been done before. Right. And Iran knows that, and they've been put on notice, if you fuck around with us, if you do something
2: bad. Live radio, Live radio.
1: I'm going to tell you this right, right. now. I have tried to watch both debates, and I can't fucking handle it.
2: I made it. Tim.
1: I can't I can't handle any both of them. I can't handle neither one. Be, if you know any—I don't even know much about politics, and I can't fucking handle
2: it. Yeah. You're like the majority of America right now. Yeah.
1: I can't handle it. Neither, neither side. I know for, for a fact one side's lying their ass off, and the other side can't <laughs> fucking handle the lies, so they act like little children. And it's both sides, and I can't fucking handle it. Now, the, at least the vice presidential debate— was
2: I could a slightly i slightly better minutes. but she was still fucking retarded like it she is. I she kept making those fucking faces like yes! she's condescending Fuck you yeah yeah
1: what the fuck is your problem
2: I shut it off Whoa, I, word, honestly this I'm voting for the fly. Be,
1: I guarantee I'm
2: voting for the this fly. This may not be popular, but I wish Pence could be our president. Yes. I like Mike I absolutely
1: I, I like Trump. Don't get me wrong. I wish he would just shut his fucking- I don't fucking like p-
2: Trump. I like what Trump gets done.
1: Right. I wish he would shut his fucking mouth and yeah. be a president. if he'd
2: shut his mouth, then I'd be on board.
1: Absolutely. He'd be the- 100%. He, he, technically, if you look at what he's got done- The accomplishments? Yes, the accomplishments. Stellar. At, he needs the Nobel Peace Prize. Stellar, absolutely. Everybody's like, "Oh, he doesn't need that." No, if you look at history, he absolutely deserves the Nobel Peace Prize.
2: But he's so narcissistic. I it's know, disgusting. It, it is. And but he's he's really good with people. But I like how he told Iran, "If you fuck, fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, on the radio, on Rush yeah. Limbaugh he had a two-hour like rally type thing. Yeah, on the radio today, and he he said that live. Yeah, Rush didn't even flinch." <laughs> Well, how would you? You're expecting
1: it anyway. Yeah. I mean, he just like, okay, whatever. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Iran. listen, we're going to
1: wipe you guys off the map. Like, yeah. Women, children, babies, goats, all of it. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so here's my thing. I know, I know it sucks. It Have sucks. you seen that thing going around on Facebook where they talk about you can put red ants and black ants in the same jar and they get along until you shake the jar and then they kill each other? Yeah. They start fighting to the death. Yeah. 100% that's what's going on with America. Absolutely. People are stoking us up on every side, every angle. Yeah,
1: but the but here's the problem. People there's people like me and you that is literally probably 75% of the United States that don't give a fuck regardless. We want to make sure we don't pay too much in taxes. We want to make sure that everything is going correct. Make sure we're safe. And make sure everybody's safe. Now, these big inner cities, I understand that they got problems, but I'm going to tell you this right
2: now. That's the reason I don't fucking live there. The majority of the problem is they live on top of each other. Yeah, I know. It's disgusting. It's gross. But they don't have to be that way. I know. But look at... Look at even, you go through these- New York th- is the worst it's ever
1: been. You used to be able to go downtown Times Square and watch the ball drop and be just fine and make out with a random chick. Like, that shit used to happen. Yeah. long That shit ain't happening
2: ever again. Yeah, I know. Because New York is fucked right now. Well, look at- Yeah, but Justin, look at the little towns like Brazil, Indiana, Terre Haute, Charleston, Illinois, Mattoon, yeah. Illinois, wherever. These, yeah. You know- 3,000 to 50,000 population towns they still build houses right on, right on top, of, top, each top other. of each other i know i mean there are places where you can literally lean out the window and touch the siding of the neighbor's house we right need we, we need to
1: right. take bill burr's advice
2: what well, what did bill burr have to bill say bill burr said
1: that we just need to slim down the population and most of it is we don't go around killing people in the streets you just start sinking Random cruise ships. <laughs> Have you not heard this before? No, I haven't it is heard this.
2: Fucking hilarious. No, Burr is large. Go pee before I get into what I was gonna get into. Go pee real all quick. All right,
1: all right.
2: Go pee. This is riveting podcast. Riveting! Let me see if I can rewind this. Oops.
0: And Iran knows that. And they've been put on notice. If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. And Iran knows that. And they've been put on notice. If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do
2: things to you that have never been done before. (laughs) So on this video that I'm playing, it's it's a video and and the camera's on Rush while he's in the studio. Trump's a telephone guest on the show. Rush Limbaugh doesn't even flinch when he drops the F-bomb. He just doesn't even like look up, look away, smile, grimace, nothing. It's like he didn't even drop it. What a professional to have that going a show. Because my first thought would be if, if my radio show was simulcast out across the United States on so many different stations and Rush owns his own EIB network, he owns the own network. So, you know that, Any complaints that come through, they're gonna come to rush. But he's he was a pros pro, man. He didn't even flinch for a second. He just let him say it, let him speak his mind, and they moved on. Are you done yet? Are you about done yet? Good lord. Did somebody just pull up? That
1: was
2: me. You went and got your car?
1: Happy.
2: jesus christ so you should have told me to pause it i did
1: you said
2: no no you didn't earlier i did no you didn't no. With it. Man, you, dream, you,
1: you did
2: it. you did no such thing
1: oh, i ran in crocs i can't feel <laughs> my belly isn't what's the matter my belly's numb
2: you breathing heavy Yep. Why can't you feel your belly? Oh, because I'm out of shape. Anywho. So I figured out that my problem with my shooting with the traditional equipment, I've got it sorted out. Okay. I'm on the right step now. Instead of doing a split grip where I hold the string like the arrows between my pointer finger and my middle finger. Yeah. And split, I tucked all three underneath the arrow. And for whatever reason I mean, it's not that big of a difference.
1: Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes.
2: I'm shooting really good now. So
1: just doing your three under just seat. Just
2: drop the finger three under. I don't know if it it changes my vision and brings the arrow up closer to my eye.
1: A lot of people do that now. Uh, so are you still
2: using your middle finger? I'm using my. You're using your pointer. I'm so, always use my pointer. So even when you did. When I split. That's why. Three under pointer.
1: That's why I use my little finger. Oh. We're going to learn something (laughs) today. (laughs) Okay. So if you use your pointer finger, it drops it so far under your eyeball. Yeah. But if you see what a lot of people do is they, almost every single person that shoots traditional and shoots, uh, uh, what you would call they, I mean, okay. So you call it, um. Oh, I just lost my whole fucking train of thought. God damn! They I'm, call I'm it gonna eat people this shoot mic. No. Um, where you don't look, you not pull aim- that mic up
2: to your face. You're not aiming.
1: There you go. That's better. Um, not to breathe. <gasps> Instinctive. <gasps> Instinctive.
2: Yes. Instinctive. <sighs> what are you trying to prove? Huh? What are you trying to prove no, that I'm out of shape? Oh, okay. I'm trying not to breathe so, into the mic.
1: So instinctive. Most people, they say you're not looking at anything, but the
2: target, but honestly, so honestly, Justin, if I did the middle finger to my mouth with split, the exact arrow would same. be in the same height as my three under.
1: Now, what I've learned as far as the sound of your bow, It's quieter. With split finger than it is three under. Really? Yes.
2: Wonder why. No idea. Is it because you're pulling more from the center of the string instead of the bottom? Maybe, maybe
1: it's supposed to be tillered.
2: Huh. So,
1: well. so maybe if your bow is tillered for three under, better. Then that would be good. I've shot both ways. Honestly, I can't tell a difference as far as the way I shoot. I like to feel the arrow
2: between my fingers. But you also have a knock below and above.
1: Yes, it does my, So my knock has do, two
2: knocking points.
1: My knock doesn't move. That's why I do that because I tend to squeeze the arrow a little bit. Even if I do three under, I tend to put pressure on that arrow and draw it up. Uh, so, and you like to put you like for it to go because the arrow likes to drop yeah. just because of gravity. So everybody likes to put the knock under the
2: arrow anyway. Well, I did notice when I changed my grip, my um, anchor, whatever you call that, the draw to three under. I started shooting a lot better, but I noticed my arrow had a tail kick when I shoot that way. It's a tiller. And that must be okay. So tomorrow what I'll do is I'll when I go out tomorrow morning to do some practice, I'll split grip again and then just go middle to the, yeah. to the corner of the cause back. Because
1: I've went both ways. I've actually done three under and then brought it all the way up to my
2: ring finger. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Just just to see what it would be like looking That's directly the way, down um, the arrow.
2: Aaron, Aaron. Kafaru, buddies with pool. Okay. Yeah. He got into traditional here a few years ago. He shoots with the arrow shaft, like almost up to his eyeball.
1: Yeah. A lot real of real pe- high. Some people like it and they're like, I'm shooting instinctive and okay. Shooting instinctive is the only way you could get completely good at it is like some of these guys that I've talked to that shoot. Um, and it's almost like shooting with a camera in low light like if you sh- if you're trying to take a picture of a flame of a candle right so what they'll actually do they'll go in low light they'll put up a candle or a small light on the wall and it's almost dark in the entire room and they will shoot at that light and try to just shoot out the candle <coughs> I'm dead serious. I know. I'm just thinking I, with my I know. luck, I'd burn the place. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Right? But And they're saying like the only the only downside about it is you you can get really good that way. The only downside about it is you have to realize just how far away the candle is from your target. You can't put it right against it. You have to put it at least three inches past your arrow shaft because if you put it too close, it's going to burn your fucking arrow once you get good. Because you'll uh, just, you'll sit there and you hit it. And yeah, hit it and gotcha. you. Hit, you won't realize that you're not. Taking it out and then you go up and it's like burnt your fucking fletching. Your fletchings are all burned <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, that
2: makes sense. So
1: that's the only thing that you'll actually run into. But there's guys that do that, and that's cool. But you're never really shooting instinctive. Instinctive to the to us, the way we think about it is, I'm just looking at the target. But realistically, you're looking at the end of your arrow. It's you're in are seeing everything it's in your peripheral vision. Yeah. 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 So if you take that completely out and you draw back and release,
2: you don't really know where it's going. Well, I'm guessing that was my problem with the split and here because it dropped the arrow down where I couldn't see anything. Were you pin- were
1: you pinching maybe and
2: moving your arrow up and down because you only have one knocking point? I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, I can slap another one on easy peasy.
1: Right. Yeah. That's the reason I did. Now, there's a lot of guys that will actually take uh, and they'll wrap it instead of actually having
2: two knocks. I don't, I don't have to wrap it anymore. I'm married. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, you don't need no condoms. You just nut all up in her. You talking about the Tide knock?
1: Yeah, the okay. Tide ones where it's just like, it just kind of gradually, it's like a taper. Yeah. Uh, uh, they'll use uh, the same kind of string or whatever. Serving. Yeah, serving. I'm sorry. Oh, no, um, you're fine. But they'll use serving and they'll use their knocking point on that and they'll put it on each side of the arrow yeah. and they use that instead of, just because I guess, I don't really know why. I guess it looks better. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it feels different on their glove. If you're like a really thin glove,
2: you can't feel the metal. Which that's something else that <laughs> I love that cheap thin glove that I have. Yeah. You gave me a one that didn't fit you. That's a nice one. Yeah. That's thick. Yeah. And I can't feel the string. I feel like I don't know what where I'm at or what I'm you know, doing.
1: I, I like the thicker glove. I feel like I, I can feel it. And I feel like the string comes off of that material. A slick. Yeah. A lot better. A lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I agree that's the only that's I that's like why the I use it.
2: feeling of my super thin, cheap deer skin glove,
1: but I feel and st- but your feelings different than mine i i you like to feel the string. I like for some reason, I like to feel the arrow between my fingers, really yeah i I love like when I draw back and I can feel that arrow when like it on ma- your fingers, yeah, it makes me like it's like it's between my fingers, and I know that I'm not twisting it up, down, like it's just kind of sitting there, yeah, like. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but that's
2: just the way my mind works. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I like the feeling of the string. Of oh, the string. Yeah.
1: And I bet a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. Even fucking, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, yeah. fucking. I was going to say Ted Nugent, but it's not fucking Ted Nugent. Tim Wells. Tim Wells. Yeah. He, he uses a, an Oneida bow, which is pretty much just compound set up differently. The the cams are on the inside of the bow with a recurve. Yeah. You know, you got a little bit,
2: he shot a Matthews that way. Yeah, he did. Yeah.
1: So, but all he uses is a baseball glove.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want I to try that. You should. Yeah. I might really like that. Yeah. I like the feel of the string. He buys cheap baseball gloves (laughs) and then shoots those. Yeah. Yeah. Which is basically kind of like what my glove is. Pretty much. Yeah. When you think about the leather on the fingers. Yeah. In the backside. Try it. Yeah. It'd be worth a shot. Wouldn't it? Probably cheaper.
1: Yeah. And then probably. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cheaper and it'd probably stay on your hand better. You wouldn't have to actually worry about it coming off. Right. Yeah. You just put the baseball glove on and go with it. Yeah. Well, and,
2: and what would be nice too is when it gets cold out. I can, whenever I wear mittens or something over it, you've got all your fingers versus the glove. Versus the glove. Versus yeah. the three finger jobby that you have to worry about <laughs> getting hung up or something. Right. inside your mittens or whatever you're wearing.
1: Absolutely. It it's, uh, it's weird, but it's, it's just the way it works. I mean, yeah, everybody's a little bit different. It's just like Fred Eichler. He uses a tab. He yeah. doesn't use a club. He uses a tab and his tab is specifically made by American leathers. He has his own tab.
2: Signature series tab. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
1: And well, no, it's not even signature series. It's like, just his. Yes. He was just like, I want this. And they made it for him for like five years. The way he wanted it. And then they started selling it after that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not even a signature so series. So it's not like a Fred Eckler series. No, it's just, it's just their tab. Yeah, They're like, just hey, this tab. is great. Let's make them.
1: Yeah. After so many years ago, and I want two layers of this, I want this kind of leather, make it for me. And he did that forever. And it's just got like this little thing and it goes around your finger and it just sits on your hand. He shoots a fucking tab. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I can't shoot a tab where the fuck. But I can see why people can because the hair on a tab is specifically. Pointing straight out of the end of the tab. So when you release the string, it very smoothly comes off of it. Yeah. Now, versus what I do, which is like the rough side of, uh, or no, it's like a seatbelt. Right? On the end of it. Yeah. It's kind of like how smooth those are. That's kind of what sits on the fingertips
2: of my glove. It's like a seatbelt. i trying to think what, what, it's, it's even. It's smoother than that, but. You know what it's like? You're hunting um, your fall, your tree harness. Yes. Yes. The loop. Yeah. To where it goes around the carabiner, that loop, how it's slick and kind of doubled up right there. Yep. That's exactly, what it feels exactly. like. Exactly.
1: And it's, it's threaded right onto your fingertips. And then yeah. the more you use it, the slicker it gets. Yeah. Now, and then Jimmy's is straight leather and, yeah. and, and, and it does the same exact thing. It just, uh, the it sl- more you use it, gets it gets slicker. Up. Yeah. It yeah. just gets um, almost like its own callus.
2: Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. The The material started out as leather, which you kind of see like dimples and what they call with paint, orange peel. Yeah. It looks like the peel of an orange. Yeah. And it's basically smooth, flat, looks like you ground it down.
1: Right. That's why everybody has their, like, you'll see a lot of people shoot a bunch of different bows, a bunch of different stuff. They'll have one glove. They shoot everything with a glove tab, something. Yeah. And that's just kind of the way it works. I mean, it's great.
2: it makes sense. It's what yeah. I'm used to. You find something that you like and you use it. If I shoot with your glove, it drives me nuts. I'm like, I can't feel the string. Right. You know, yeah, what I, I can't mean? feel the string. If I
1: shoot with your glove, I'm like the fucking. If I grab a hold of it, I can feel the arrow, and it's like it's turning back
2: and forth. Like <laughs> I, I, like I can feel
1: the arrow coming up and down off the fucking off the riser. I can't fucking handle yeah. it.
2: But yeah, that's something I noticed by going three under instead of split two. Is I have to cant the bow more. Because when I'm split, I have control of the arrow in the shell. When right. I'm under, I don't really have that much control on the arrow. So I can't more yeah. to keep it in the shell. Well, they say that canting
1: all is adjusted by how far down you're shooting. So if you're shooting straight on, it's slightly canted. The farther down you shoot, say you're oh, in a tree stand, the yeah. farther down towards your feet that the you shoot, angle. the more you should turn your bow over. I, I actually watched a video of a guy who missed a bear three times off of his roof. And it was, a, and I'm talking, a, I'm talking a video from like the fucking seventies. I guess this is not, this is like Fred bear, like all these guys. And they're like, just lay your bow over. Like, don't even, it wasn't even like, Oh, you can't your bow as you lay it down. They're like, no, fuck no. Lay that son of a bitch sideways. Like you're a pimp. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> right. You're holding that's, what, the, that's what here. they told him. Yeah. Like Keith used to do. When he was <laughs> <cut>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Freeze bitches. And but no, they said lay it completely over and shoot and he killed the bear. So I'll be damned. So the farther down you go, the more you turn that bitch over. I mean you're leaning and it's a little bit awkward, but honestly, you're more accurate that way. I don't know if it's how it opens up because you're looking so far down or, or I don't know how it works, but it works. Oh, I love that
2: fucking sound. Do-do-do-do-do. The bugs? Yeah. Yeah. Turn that that mic on we'll put it out. Put it out. See how we lost our fall? We had nice cool weather and fucking summer came. It's only supposed to happen like two or three days though. And then we're supposed to go back (sighs) to cool weather. I know. Sucks. Chance of rain Monday. We need rain. Good gosh. We need rain. I know Jimmy's fucking food plots are awful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I'm going to kill this. There
1: was, a, was an eight-pointer last year. I'm going to kill it. It's going to be a 10-pointer. I'm going to kill it right back here behind the podcast studio.
2: Yeah, go ahead. I hope so. Come on over. Make Garin, it happen, okay? Once the corn comes down, he's definitely coming out there. Garin so I'm down. thinking about this weekend hunting the corn. Do it. Put on my leafy wear suit. Depending on which way the wind's blowing, kind of get in there and start peeking down rows. Yeah. Just slowly make more. I guarantee you there's deer out here bedding. Absolutely. And they're going to be bedded well, in the corn. When, when
1: it does come down, you know, like uh, the first, okay, so we went squirrel hunting. So the first big um, dumper we come to.
2: Yeah. Where we scared Lori's mom. Right.
1: Yes. So you go in and there's like a small dumper and then the big dumper. Yeah. Well, that big dumper, for some reason, every deer that I sat back there and watched come around that big dumper between the small
2: dumper and the big dumper. Oh, you're dumper. talking back here. Right here. You're not talking at the beginning of the driveway. No, you're, no, no. You're I'm talking, talking right here behind oh, the podcast. I'm studio. talking about where we scared her down there. Oh, the oh, turkey oh okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You should hunt down there for sure. They are cro- they cross
2: there every day. With the corn up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I figured.
1: I seen uh, well, me and uh, Wyatt McKenzie come down to there last week or two weeks ago.
2: There was two or three deer out there just walking the fucking corn. So here's what I started to say earlier. I want to have a real conversation. Okay. Real talk. Real talk. So as parents, whether you're 20 years old, 21, 22, whenever I had my first kid, to now I'm 44, you really don't know what you're doing. You're kind of winging it. The whole time. You're making up shit as you go. Yeah. You're a shoot from the hip bullshitter as a parent. Yep. You can make plans. And that shit goes out the window with kids almost every single time. Yeah. So
1: especially if you're depending on them to do something like, like you, you can, you can make your own plans and, and you know, like where it's supposed to go, but it's, if you're not in control over them, which you can't be anyway, you do it's, it's, it's going to go shit. Like, like it's not going
2: to go not shit. It's just not going to go the way you plan. You're not with them a hundred percent of the time. And you're not in right. charge of, you know, you do your best, teach them what you know. Do what you think is right. And hopefully they'll make the right decision. Yeah. But I've known a whole lot of little sweet ladies that, whose kids were hellraisers their whole lives. And yeah. it's like, how did this happen? I don't know. You know, some people are just pieces of shit and that goes for your own kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the bad part. Yeah.
2: So today I'm going to put my personal life on the podcast for once. Holy shit. Yeah, today I'm at work and I get a phone call from Lori and she is maxed out upset in tears. She got a call from one of Carter's teachers. Carter is disrespectful and he's not listening. He started out the school year great. He was polite and respectful and helped keep other kids in line. And now the wheels have fallen off and he's very disrespectful to her, doesn't listen to her, does what he wants. So Lori's pissed. She calls me crying, And I'm like, I'm sitting there as a parent and I don't want to be the type of parent that's like, my kid never does wrong. My kid's perfect. That's not me at all. I will bust their ass in a New York second. Absolutely. If they need it. But I had this gut feeling. I'm like, you know. I don't know if I believe this teacher 100 percent. reason why. Is almost every teacher or adult that meets my boys talk about how polite and respectful they are. And they're very nice and they're very kind, very compassionate people. And the shit she was saying to Lori, I'm like, <clears throat> I know what she was describing. I know that Carter, I have seen that Carter as his dad, but you have to really you have to be around him a lot. Well, you have to be a piece of shit to him to get that out of it. Yeah,
1: I, I haven't even, me me being around as much as I have. I haven't seen that side of Carter, but like maybe a, like a like an eighth of yeah. it come out, and yeah. it, and it doesn't even if it does come out, he's very apologetic to like people like me, like yeah. that's not oh, around yeah. that much. Yeah. So when you told me that earlier today, it was a very big surprise. I was
2: like, oh fuck. So yeah, yeah uh, I'm sorry. sorry. I texted Carter. Said, "What time you get off work? We need to talk tonight." Blah 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 blah. He said, "Why? What's up?" I told him. I said, "Your teacher, you know, A B C D said this, this, this." And he sent me this big long text back. He's like, "Yep, I have been like that, Dad, because she's a bitch." And he lays it out. No shit. He didn't sugarcoat it. Didn't deny nothing. He said he owned it. He goes, "You, that's exactly right." And here's why. Oh. And he goes, I even asked one of my friends, what am I doing wrong in this class for her to treat me the way she treats me? And the kid's like, absolutely nothing. He said, she says shit to me and picks at me just to get me to react to her, towards her, like inflammatory. That's not good. And he doesn't. He said, I'm not going to sit there and argue because he goes, I know me. He goes, if if I start to argue, I'm going to say something that we're all going to regret. So, he said, all I ever say when she starts being inflammatory is, okay, okay, okay. And it's pissing her off. Really? So, he talked to Laura. He called her. huh And they're, he's going to drop the class. He's just going to get away from the teacher. Okay. So, as a parent, as I'm driving home night, thinking. You're kind of proud. I am because he's handling it like an adult, but. On the same aspect. Part of me's wondering, is leaving the class the right thing to do? Uh, how long has he got left? Well, I mean, it's October. November? Mm, December. Christmas break probably is when the semester is over. But it's the ICE program. It's the work program. Oh, so it's not even like a. Where you go to the class and then you get out of school at like 1.30 instead of 3.00. Okay. And you can go to work and you have to work 15 hours a week to have this class. So she's just being a bitch. Kind of sounds like it. And so part of him is proud. <clears throat> I'm proud that he admitted it, owned up to it and said, yep, hundred percent. That's the way I've been. And here's why. And I can't see that out of him. Like, I, and, and I'm sense. not, and I'm not saying that from a perspective
1: of, of, of biased. I'm just saying that from even when Wyatt put a fucking ice cube up his <laughs> asshole, you know, like he was like, very he was it was weird how respectful Carr came up to me and was like, Okay, listen, this is what happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I talked to your but, kid and <laughs> you
1: showed an ice cube off yeah. his asshole. But it, I am I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, like it's 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 like yeah, I don't see that part.
2: And for him to do that at school was just really But see, he's wired <clears throat> him and I are wired exactly alike. When he's pissed, I know exactly what he's thinking and what he's feeling, vice yeah. versa. I know what color his face is, that's about it. He gets red like his dad. <laughs> but so I understand if people treat me like a piece of shit, you're going to get it right back. Right. Yeah. I will treat you like you treat me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If there's a lack of respect there and there's no good reason why, you're probably going to know that I think you're a piece of shit and I don't like you. You're going to figure it out real fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of understand why he did what he did, why he's saying what he said. Like today, the last straw was he. Was doing his work. He had his earpods in. They were supposed to do this book work and he had his Apple earbuds or whatever in. Yeah. And the teacher was kept picking at him, picking at him, and he couldn't hear her. You know, he's sitting there with his mask on, earbuds, doing his schoolwork, and she flipped out over it. She said, You're ignoring me. He's like, No, I'm not ignoring you. I had my earbuds. I was listening to music. I was doing the assignment you gave us. So she was going on, you know, picking at him. He's like, Okay, okay. And as he was getting ready to walk out, the bell rang. She goes, you know, Carter, maybe you're just not cut out for this class. And as he walked, got out of the door, he looked over his friend and said, like, she would care if I quit coming. Right. And that was the last straw because he said, like, she would care. So that's why she called Lori and Lori was upset.
1: Well, when you get a call from a teacher, it is a really big, it's a big deal. I mean, it it really is like, especially to us, because call from teachers. That's serious shit. Right. Well, okay, here's the problem. Call from teachers when we were kids is serious shit. Yeah. Now we didn't have millennial teachers, <laughs> and we didn't have teachers that were. There was no. There were liberal and conservative, but pretty much when we were kids, teachers were teachers to be teachers. They right. they yeah. taught to teach you. They didn't teach because it was a job. All right, right. So they love to teach. They love to teach. Now and maybe this woman <clears throat> does. Maybe she does. Maybe I. You I know, know I don't her. know anything about her. I don't. Either. Maybe she's just. For some odd fucking reason, she doesn't like his pigment. I don't know. Maybe, maybe her, she's racist as fuck against uh,
2: Irish people. I don't know. Maybe her and Carter are like oil and water. You don't know. Maybe he said something to her that pissed her off. She can't get over it. And she said something to him and he can't get over it. And they're just not going to like each other. That's true. But it shouldn't work that way.
1: It should never. It it still shouldn't work that way with teachers. I agree.
2: But teachers are humans.
1: That's true. I don't, just I'm like not, putting, the her, I'm not putting her down. I'm not putting her down whatsoever, but I guarantee fucking out of every single kid in that class, Carter is not the worst one.
2: Well, here's the thing, though. So as a parent, you're winging it through life. You don't really know <clears throat> what you're doing. Yeah. You're doing the best you can, what you think is the best. But you have that moment when you get that phone call from a pissed off spouse. You you doubt yourself. You're like, what the fuck have I done? Yep. I did, know. Did I raise some entitled little shit? face you know yeah so you start to question yourself and i'm just throwing it out there i'm just talking about it to get it off my chest i was even emotional is not the right word because i don't get emotional i even opened up in our facebook chat yeah a normal where i normally don't yeah guys serious you know this is going on i fucking don't ah.
1: here we go <laughs> and uh, okay if you guys don't know our facebook chat that we have is no holds barred all day long. I'm going to tell you what, if I don't have service during the day, <laughs> it is a, I, I get off work and there's like 75 messages that just come right on my fucking phone every single day. So we talk a lot. We keep in touch with me, Mebo, Sean, Tyler, Doug. It just, it just gets Heath. Like everybody just kind of gets your shit out almost, almost daily.
2: Yeah. Yeah. More often than not. More often than not. Yeah. And when Justin doesn't have signal, you know it. Because his little icon that is way up there. It's just
1: way up there. And then it would yeah. come down. But if I do and have a And I'll be signals. honest with
2: you. Like Sean and Tyler weren't in for most of it today. Yeah. Oh, we ragged their ass though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back and read the 82 messages. I that would, saying, uh, yeah, Although, I don't either. Although you and me teaming up on Bo with some funny shit. It was funny. I mean, you got to the point where he's like, I hate you all, <laughs> you
1: faggots. <laughs> I tried to come to your house like 17 times. You said no, which is absolutely. How absolute, many times? That was absolutely right. How
2: wild. many times have we heard Bo say, man, I wish we all lived closer so we could hunt together. I heard it last week. Thousands. Last thousands, week. Thousands of times. I called
1: him and he's like, I'm going hunting. I'm like, cause I called him to say, Hey, I want to come stop by your house. And I've told him this the past three weeks and he's always been busy or doing something or whatever. He doesn't want you there. No, he doesn't. He's just a piece of shit. That's all it is. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. What
2: it boils down to is he's all talk.
1: All talk, Nobody. He doesn't walk Nobody. He
2: just doesn't bite. He's just. Yeah. So he's like, oh man, if you guys, I wish we lived because we could hunt together and film each other. Justin offers to buy an out of state Kentucky tag to go hunting with him. Yep bo tries to talk justin out of he's it. he's like
1: well there's no reason to buy a tag because it's just public ground i'm like i'll shoot a fucking i'll shoot a yearling i don't give a fuck it's yeah. like it's 120 bucks like i'll, I'll come up there
2: it's for well, the experience bro. yeah it has nothing to do with it's like him spending has 160 hunt with you. bucks to well, come hunt indiana and hunt here where there's nothing yeah he's like well, why don't you just come film me and i'm like
1: why would i come film you and sit in the woods without a fucking tag in my hand like why would i ever do that i would film him I would film I would him film. too. I absolutely would, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If I go to Kentucky, I'm buying a fucking tag. If I, I sit in the woods, I'll buy a tag. I'd be okay without a tag and filming him. Oh, fuck no. I'll buy a fucking tag because if he shoots a deer and another one comes by, I'm going to fucking shoot that motherfucker.
2: Eh, I'm just saying, I would. If he invited me down for weekend and said, hey, I want you to film me, I would absolutely no problem. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. That's a good point.
1: That's not what happened, though. <laughs> that is a great point. Way to bring you back on track. That's not what happened. I'm just saying. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to get a tag. We're going to go to the public land. We're going to hunt. And he's like, well, you know, uh, you know, it's just not, it's just public land. And I don't really have a place for you to go. And I just don't
2: I know. That's what I said. Why would that matter if he doesn't have a place for you to go? It's public. I'm going to tell you this. this, You have as much right with your tag you bought that he does. Right. Yes, he pays taxes in Kentucky, but
1: Right. I live there long enough. I'm going to tell you this right now. I guarantee there's more deer on that public land than there is deer in this fucking woods that he comes to hunt every year. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Guaranteed. So, So,
2: yeah. You know that makes me a little sick when people are showing me trail cam pictures and they're like, oh my god. And they're flipping through hundreds of pictures to try and get to a buck. They're like, (laughs) There's so many does oh, There's so many. <laughs> Oh, my God. So many does. Oh, I can't
1: believe how many does
2: there are. I probably ought to start killing does. <laughs> look at all these does. And
1: I'm just like, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> Jimmy just wants to kill a doe.
1: I just want does. You're going to have more deer. Like this, is uh, for some reason, your property, just like last year, last year, it took till the season, like till November. And then there were deer like every time you guys went out. Yeah. And it's going to happen that way this year. Oh, too. yeah. It's.
2: Yeah. You get near the rut when they're cruising, and you'll see them. They're gonna come in. Yeah, yeah.
1: ain't no big deal. Nah, you're it, you're, we'll make it happen. You're definitely gonna get after it.
2: I'm just longbow kill. That's all I want. Just longbow kill. Doesn't matter if it's got horn. Oh, or not. you got
1: one. It's it's dead out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> you want to harvest one and bring it in? And by I the way, put my
2: hands on it.
1: So that little pack I got in there, I'm gonna leave it on my couch. So when you walk in, oh, my, my couch is on the right key? hand side. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it key today. And, uh, whenever you want to take pictures or whatever, I threatened
2: to go to Justin's. He said, he's going to give me a key to his apartment. I said, I'm going to come over there and come all over his pillowcases. He's like, that's great. They're already full of cum. <laughs> <Right? laughs> <laughs> like, well,
1: you can't win with him. Right? No, you can't win. Maybe I'll leave you an upper decker. Uh, an upper decker? Like, well, I don't understand. Shit in the tank of okay. the toilet. So okay. every time you yeah. flush it, shit comes down. Shit, shit, shit comes water down a little bit. It fills right. shit That's water. cool too. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad at it. Right. That would be a pleasant surprise. I don't have to clean or do anything hardly ever.
2: Right. So, well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget, check out our friends, Young Guns Archery, Young Guns University. Click the donate now button on their website. Keith and Julie McDonald's on the top right corner when you go to the website. Send them a dollar and 23 cents. Yes. Odd numbers. Odd numbers. Please don't send them a fucking mullet. Jesus Christ. Big Jim's Bow Company. If you want traditional archery equipment, handmade quivers, handmade bows. He also sells bear bows, B-E-A-R, not B-A-R-E.
1: I have a story. Bear brand bows. I have a story about Big Jim okay. that happened today. Oh. I have a buddy, Ryan Timms, that uh, I grew up with.
2: That name sounds familiar.
1: Um, It might, uh, but I know you don't know him. Like I grew up next to him. He lives around Paintsville in Kentucky. Okay. Um, he bought a Big Jim's bow. Sweet. Had it made. To his specifics, he actually was working down there. Went to their shop. Oh yeah, yeah. I and remember had it made you it. telling me? Same that. Okay. guy had it made. The glass that they had on the inside, he built an entire bow for Ryan, and he sent me a video today. He's shooting very well at twenty eight yards. Sweet. So that's his. That's his range. is twenty eight. He's like wow. after twenty eight, I'm out. But twenty eight, he can put it in a pop plate. Fucking good. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, and he bought the uh, big horn. So it's a recurve. Okay. So, uh, Big Jim made him a bow, looked at it, looked at the glass, and it had lines in it. Yeah. It was a bad batch of glass. Even though Big Jim shot the bow, the bow shot fine, but the glass looked bad, they made him a whole brand new bow. Really? Yes. So, what's Big Jim
2: going to do in that situation? Never even send it to him. I don't know. Does he sell it as a factory second? Probably throw it in the fire. Man, he ought to sell it as a factory second for someone who can't afford... Yeah, but if it if it blows up in their yeah, face, that's true. That's what he's worried it's about. Liability. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, so big Jim's Bow Company. Call him up. They make arrows. They make custom bows, handmade quivers. Dark timber arrows are the shit. Handmade uh, leather uh, strap arm guards. They sell broadheads, arrows. They sell all kinds of other used bows. He's got a shitload of used bows yep. on there. If you want something custom made just for you and only you, like Justin did, I did, our buddy Tyler did, they will build it to your specs exactly what you want. And it's a piece of art. Yep. So Big Jim's Bow Company. Uh, we did Young Guns. Who am I forgetting, Justin? Um, else? We can go ahead
1: and do uh big time. Big time. Oh, I was supposed to go over there today. I you were? That. Yeah. Uh oh. Forgot all about it. Way to go, you piece of shit. I know.
2: I'm such a piece Don't of shit. No wonder Joe doesn't get back to us. I know. Us. Well, he didn't text me. I told him to text me. He didn't text me. Oh, maybe he really didn't want you to stop by. Maybe he's pulling a boat. Well, maybe not. What a. Giving t- you lip fucking service. A piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys. Love each and every one of you. Until next time. Stay wobbly. Love you, some
0: bitches. Bye for hers.